Hello, and welcome to Combos for a Bubbly Life, a place where we talk about ways for you to live the life you've always dreamed of. Welcome to Convos for a Bubbly Life. I'm your host, Tiara, aka T, and I love to live a life that is bubbly, meaning an extraordinary life by your own design. On this podcast, we explore the journey of creating the life of our desires. So let's get to it. Today, I want to talk about recognizing our growth, recognizing the messages that are coming to us from the universe, God, source, whatever your belief structure is from outside yourself. When we take the time to see the greatness in our world, um, the greatness in our own individual lives, when we understand that we are the center of our own universe and we get to perceive life as we so desire. We get to see the truths of our life if we so choose to do so. We get to release the chains of life (laughs) uh, and society and expectations if we choose to do so. We have so much power when we decide to accept it. Um, So I was, I've been like setting this intention of like, all right, where, where to go with my business, where to go with my own personal growth? What, who am I and what do I do? What do I provide to the world? And, you know, I have people come up to me and tell me I'm a great singer. I have people come up to me and tell me how entertaining I am. I'm inspirational and, um, all of these things. And it's just like, okay, like, but what do I do with that? (laughs) God, source, universe, highest self, what do I do with this? Like, these are my natural talents. These are the things that I feel good doing. Like, where, where can I go from here? And the membership I know is going to be a safe space to house some of this exploration and growth and what I can provide. Uh, but also what has really been coming up lately, in addition to like, yes, I'm a leader. I know I'm a leader. I'm a mentor. Uh, I, I offer great advice and to people and all sorts of things like that. Uh, but it came up this weekend, which I thought was kind of funny. One, Back in the day, <laughs> it was a Wednesday, by the way. No, um, back in the day, I used to be called Mama T. And you may have heard me talk about this before if you've been with me for a, a minute. But um, in high school, I was called Mama T. I'm not quite like, I don't think there was like one particular instance that made it a, a known or... Um, a thing. It just sort of happened. I would hang out with this particular group and I hung out with our, our JRTC uh, community group. I don't know. I'm like, what is the phrase? Uh, um, company at school. And I wasn't a member of um, JROTC. I just like had a lot of friends that were in it. So like I would in the mornings be like in their, in their trailer and I would participate in events and I went to their like military ball. I did all the stuff. Right. Um, but like it would just became known amongst like the battalion that like I was mama T like people listened to me. People, uh, came to me for advice, you know, and it was just a thing. And I'm like, I exude this motherly nurturing presence is kind of how I've interpreted it now. And it was just so funny when I 
went to this event this weekend someone was like oh snap mama t's in the house you know and like just like and i was like man i haven't heard that nickname come up in a minute right and i'm like it's so funny how like mama t or queen or any of these little accolades show up for me and disconnected spaces right like as in you know these people don't know me from like these people know me from a different part of my life different time of my life different uh group of people in my life it's not like someone from high school came up and was like what up mama t and like somebody else overheard it and was like you know what that makes sense no like different people from different places and spaces bringing up the same thing and it's like okay Okay, I hear you. All right, I, I I have this nurturing, motherly spirit. Now, what do I do with this, right? And I think that ties into, I think it ties into being a queen. What is a queen? A queen is someone who is a leader and, and a nurturer for an extensive amount of people, right? It's more than just the family unit. It is it is the community, right? So it's it's big, right? And so... I'm like, all right, tying these two together. And then moving forward, I had multiple instances where I got to heal is like the best word I can say, like bring in Reiki energy, um, bring in using powerful words, laying hands. And it was magical, right? two instances, two completely different people. I have no idea what their belief structure are, but they felt something, right? Changed. They felt a lightness. They felt relief. They felt something. Now, whether or not that's going to have a lasting effect, it's up to them, right? You know, I can't, there is a limit to what any leader, mentor, whatever can provide. At some point, we do have to take control and take step up for our own lives. But I can be a catalyst. I can be an inspiration. I can be a mentor and a guide. And that is what I am seeing. And I think there's just parts of me that still don't believe it, right? There are parts of me that are like, yeah, sure, you know, these people come to me for whatever, but like, you know, are they really dedicated to the cause? Meaning that like, all right, cool, like they recognize my power, but are they really ready to receive it? Are they really ready to, you know, embrace it? I think about a lot of relationships I've had over the years and I feel like oftentimes I would feel like, all right, well, people think that I'm powerful enough or people think that I, or this is my interpretation. No one's ever actually specifically said it, but like, I feel like sometimes let's say, you know, real life, you know, I am out with a bunch of friends and, um, we're leaving for the evening. Everybody's heading back to their cars or whatever. And they're like, oh, well, I need to walk so-and-so back to their car uh, so they could be safe. But I get left by myself. So there's like one group goes everywhere, like one direction, and I go by myself in an opposite direction. And nobody thinks, oh, we left Tierra by herself. They think Tierra, Tierra's got it. Tierra can handle it. No, Nobody's going to mess with Tierra. <laughs> 
<laughs> like, if they don't, they mess with Tiara. And, well, yes, there is some truth to that. It also, on an energetic or, like, on an emotional level, it's still, like, what I would like to, like, not have to walk down the dark street by myself, you know? Like, there's still this, and in those instances, to me, makes me, it. I feel, I bring up rejection. Rejection is what comes up to me. Like, I'm not as important to these people as um, other people are, right? And I could interpret it as, like, well, you know, they just see the other person as weak. And there's no right or wrong to I, either interpretation. But in one way, I am giving my power away uh, by saying that, well, like, I'm not good enough, right? It just all ties into that I'm not good enough uh, trope that is like a ever present constant in my um, psyche that I have to really continue to shut it down, right? It's not like I'm not fun. It's not like nobody really wants me around. It's not like, I mean, sure, there might be someone out there that's like, all right, I've reached my tier capacity for today and like they peace out and that's totally fine. You know, we all have those moments and those people in our lives uh, where, you know, we reach a certain level, (laughs) like we max out and that's totally fine. But it's not like every single person in the entire world is faking wanting me around and um I think that that realization and that understanding and that piece of the puzzle is part of where I have a disconnect in like business and what my magic is to provide to the world and receiving the the financial gain from providing it right um so often I, I like I see it as like this like this cycle right I give and give and I also need to like open the latch to receive receive back because um, in my mind sometimes I feel like what I give is not worthy or we're not valuable enough or someone else hasn't edified it so therefore you know no one else will believe that it while they might get something out of it, like listening to this podcast, which is totally free, which is totally fine. But like, you know, in addition to this, like what else do I have to put? What other content do I have to make? What other, um, how else am I supposed to show up in the world and give of myself freely before, you know, someone's going to sign up for a mentorship before someone joins the membership before, um, all of these things. And part of it I think is, well, when am I going to invest in myself and the belief of my own self? When I think about all the people that I've invested in for their individual businesses, when they show up, let me rephrase, the ones that I am so excited to like give my money to and receive their product and whatever are the ones that show up with a knowing, a confidence, a a deep understanding of who they are and what they're giving to their clients. Um, And the ones that I'm like, cool, I want to help you out. Those are the ones where I'm just like, this is a price point. I feel like 
I can I can release you know this is a whatever and I'm gonna be a good friend and that's uh, and maybe they'll be a good friend to me down the line or whatever and, and I'm tired of that cycle I'm moving out of the where are my good friends who will join my wine club or good friends who will join my membership just because they like me I don't I no longer want to be in a cycle of like, well, that person bought my this program, so I'm going to buy that program. This person did this and whatever. And it's neither one of us are getting anything potent out of it. We're not really truly receiving the gift that each of us has to be given because we're not the right person for it. I am now like, okay, I want the people who are ready, right? Like who are receiving and, and who are experiencing greatness when they hear my voice. They're experiencing the extraordinary when they participate in my work. They truly see the value. They're going to be the people that are going to leave the reviews. They're going to be the people that shout my name from the rooftop and truly mean it. Those are the people that I am connecting with. And it's in, I'm in a weird, like, I feel like breaking space, if you if it, if you will, of like letting go of that old cycle and coming up with something new. And it it's weird, you know. I don't want to say it's hard. It's just it's it's a little uncomfortable, right? It's a little it's unknown. Who's gonna show up next? Where are we go- coming from? And it's really fun to kind of see how people just show up out of nowhere and people just know certain things. And I, I've been in a space where I see so many, like I'm meeting so many people that could just be like, bam, your energy is everything. And I'm like, dude, I said like two words to you. (laughs) What is happening? Where are we? And so I can see this shift and this change in the world around me. And I think part of it is it's, some of it has already always been there. I just wasn't ready to accept it yet. And so this is like a really fun experience. And I'm, I'm leaning into the fun. I'm leaning into the, the luxury. I'm leaning into the decadence of it all. And setting the intention of seeing the, this magic, seeing this power, seeing this abundance has really helped me to further open my eyes to where I can go and where I want to go because there there there's a difference um there's a book called the big leap and I don't know if you really necessarily need to read the book sorry (laughs) sorry gay Hendrix if you ever read this uh listen to this but um in the moment I remember reading it and be like oh this makes sense but the biggest takeaway I had was that so often we tap into what we can do And not a lot of people hit that crossroads of not only what we can do, but what we want to do, right? Um, I saw it more like, you know, like settling for like mediocrity, like, all right, cool. Like, this is my upper limit. Like you, we, we put a limit on ourselves of, hey, I'm good at this. Uh, Other people recognize that I'm good at this and I can make money off of it. So this is going to be my career path. Does it really light me up? Does it make me super excited? Am I particularly passionate about it? Maybe, you know, like it's just all right. You know, it's like what we've come to recognize as our like status quo, like, all right, this is what we're, um, I feel like 
on some level, I feel my generation, we did hear you could be and do whatever you want. Uh, a lot of times in school, people were like, you can do whatever you want to do. Uh, but it kind of felt empty when people said it. It's like, you can do what you want to do. But like, there was like an underlying of like, but you have to have like the grades for it or but you have to have the talent for it, but you have to like that. Um, there was very few times where I truly felt like when someone was like, you can be whatever you want to be, that they meant it when they said it. I will say that. But I think newer generations are really getting that that conversation and believing it, right? And, and the person who's telling these people like, hey, like open your mind up, like open your eyes, get out there, experience life, see what it is that might light you up because you can do it, you can be it, you can have it, right? And these generations are like, yes, you're right, <laughs> I can. And they're going after it. And it's really exciting to watch these new generation of people without this like block that I think previous generations had. And whether it's like your economic status, whether it's race, um, religion, any sort of belief structure that has been like indoctrinated upon you throughout life, that helps shape our mindset and helps shape where what we think our limits are. And so in this book, they basically talk about you can have your zone of excellence or your zone of genius. And zone of excellence is kind of operating again in that like, eh, I'm good at it. I like it enough, you know, whatever. I'm not, I'm not going to reach for more kind of space. Like this is like, it's like your comfort zone, right? And so I think a lot of people, we find our comfort zone and, and we stay there. To be in my comfort zone is like having a full-time job to like fall back on, having the benefits and whatever, and, you know, working the nine to five. But the push is like, I really like, I, I believe that we're here to like, enjoy life and not that I don't enjoy my job. Um, it's still a job. That's the thing. Like, it's still like, it's not me. It's not the thing that I created for myself. It's not the thing that, um, really makes me super excited about anything. Like I'm just excited that I get to work from home. I'm excited that I enjoy the people that I work with. I'm excited that, you know, I get a paycheck. <laughs> like these are the things that excite me. And um, I am excited that the company does good work and has a, a really good belief system that's in alignment with a lot of the things that I believe uh, socially and, and all that good stuff. So like, that's cool. But it still doesn't tie back to like, this is literally like what I really want in the world. You know, what I want to do, what, I, you know, it is, it's the comfort zone, right? And I can push myself within that comfort zone and, and get leadership roles and, and do things where I can stand up and speak out for myself or speak out for a community or whatever. But it's still operating in a box. It might be a bigger box than previous boxes, if you will, but it's not like it's not breaking down the walls and, and really opening up to freedom. So for me, like what would really make my life happy is like, you know, basically like retirement is the best job I've ever had is like what my parents say, but like, like living that life, but make continuously making money during it, like living the luxury, living the decadence, having the disposable income, being able to give to our 
community financially and energetically and receive in the same right, right? Like that. But also when I wake up in the morning, I want to be able to look at my day and what I have to do in that day. And it's not like, oh, I have to sit at my computer for 10 hours um, because I am tied to a corporate situation. Uh, if I'm sitting at my computer for 10 hours, it's because I am creating. I am creating content. I am, uh, Let's be real. I'm not going to be sitting at my computer for 10 hours. That is not the life I'm creating for myself. The life I'm creating for myself is like, I feel if I'm going to have to like, quote unquote, work, I want to feel like I might be working two hours out of the week, right? If that, like, if I'm showing up live, does it feel like work for me? Sometimes like to get there, it's like going to the gym, right? Like getting there sometimes is like, oh God, I have to do this thing. But then once you're in it, like it feels great. And I'm like super happy that I did it, right? But at the end of the day, I only had to put in like an hour, two hours of it. And, and then, you know, I have the rest of the day to sit by the beach, to talk to my friends, to have deep conversations, to drink wine, to, I don't know, watch Bridgerton, which I haven't watched yet. <laughs> uh, all the things, right? So like I have the space and the freedom, the space and the freedom, that is that is the life I'm creating for myself. The space and the freedom to do what I want to do, even if it is take a nap at any given moment throughout my day. And in theory, I could do that. But what would the repercussions be? That's that's the thing. Like I don't have to I don't want to have to live up to anyone's expectation in order to survive or thrive. I am thriving in freedom. That's what a bubbly life looks like for me. So with that being said, I invite you to check out the A Bubbly Life membership. Uh, it's not going to fully launch until, is it Labor Day? What's the one in September? <laughs> Labor Day, I was right. Uh, Labor Day is like when the when it's really going to be in full effect. I'm allowing it to grow and uh, form in its own space and it's going to be really exciting but in between that time and this time if you do go ahead and become an early adapter and sign up for the membership we'll get one-on-one -on -one time with me um, on the months leading up to September so look out for that uh, and then of course share this podcast subscribe if you're not already subscribed and live a bubbly life love you Thank you for listening to Combos for a Bubbly Life. I invite you to subscribe, comment, and of course, follow the link in the description of this video to tap into more ways for you to live a bubbly life. Love you. Thank you.